What's up, people? It's your girl, Robin, and this is another episode of Lemons for Your Tea. I want to start off by saying I apologize for abandoning you guys and not coming to my shows how I am supposed to. I have not forgot about you. I want to tell the people out there that thank you for supporting me, and if you don't, suck my dick. A bitch been living her life and trying to get past the trauma I have been dealing with. I am trying to revamp the way I come on um, Lemons for Your Tea because I want you guys to be excited when you hear when you hear my voice come on. Not only that, I have a story to tell you guys. I keep saying that and I don't know how I'm supposed to get it out. And now I'm just about to start telling y'all. So, I want to start off by saying, like, sometimes the picture that somebody is painting is not what the reality is. Sometimes what you want to happen doesn't always happen all the time. Just because you want that million-dollar house does not mean you can go to the realtor and say, give me that million-dollar house. Because even if you go get that million-dollar house... What lights you going to put on to afford that million dollar house? What about the water? What about the taxes? What about the extra stuff that goes into paying for that million dollar house? And at the moment, sometimes we just can't afford it. Our wants is way bigger than what our expenses is. And sometimes we go broke on our expenses before, I'm sorry, we go broke on our wants and we go broke on what we think we need when actually we're not even paying attention to the simple things that we need. Y'all, I've been trying to figure out how to come to y'all on this episode for a while now. I've been wanting to redo this for about three weeks. I have recorded a few things, deleted it, recorded it again, and I'm just not sure how to relay my heart out because I have so much to say and I don't know where to start. And it's crazy because I'm at a point in my life where All I want is peace. And I just want to show others peace too and how I got here because it took me a long time to actually realize how far I've gotten. Because seven years ago when I was 18, 19, seven years ago when I was 18, 19, I didn't know what peace was. I didn't know what the feeling of trusting yourself was. I have been living from pillow to post without a comfortable bed and a comfortable spot and a comfortable place and a stable place to sleep since I was 12 till I was about 23. That's 10 years of being unstable. That's 10 years of being confused and not knowing where they're going to sleep the following day. Since I was 12, I was uncomfortable. I hated the girl that I was, but I loved me so much. A lot of people don't know what that means, and a lot of people do. When I say I love the girl that I was, but I hated me too, mean 
the girl that I knew I was I was in the inside by myself, I loved her. When I was in the room by myself for a short period of time, for probably like five minutes, that girl that came out when she was alone, when she was comfortable, when she felt safe with herself, that was a beautiful girl. But when that girl got around other people, that girl became a horrible beast. And my whole life, I was trying to be this beast. I was trying to be this bad bitch who will beat your motherfucking ass, bitch. Like, you know, excuse my language, but that's what I was trying to be. I wanted to be Tootie so bad. But when I say I wanted to be Tootie, that's a childhood name that... I kind of gave the personality of who I wanted to become, the protector of me. Because Robin is so sweet. Robin is so timid. Robin, is her heart is so pure and beautiful. But Tootie, hmm, she going to rip you into pieces and not care about it. I had to build that person. I had to build this strong beat your ass every day person from 12 to 23 I didn't care who he was I fought my auntie probably once or twice a year from 12 to 23 literally I am grown now I had to come to a realization that peace is so powerful. But once I got the piece, it was like, what the fuck is this? To be honest, I don't know. I'm trying to give you guys my heart at the moment, but not knowing what to start. Um, To be honest, I have been in so much trauma, I could say. Like, I have been through so much trauma each year was something crazier and crazy and crazy. Like, I went through so much shit as a young age, it was ridiculous. But when I was younger, I knew I had a purpose. I knew that I was about to go through hell and Telling hot water because I'm supposed to be telling y'all how to get through it. I'm supposed to be helping y'all. But shit, I was like, why me? I have been raped. I have been prostituted. I have been beat the fuck up. I have jumped out of a, a car move going 50 miles a motherfucking hour. Okay? Like, I have lived in a... <clears throat> I have lived in a halfway home to where the halfway home, I don't even understand. One side of the, the halfway house, the, the roof was falling apart. <clears throat> the side we lived on had mold in it. And we lived with serial killers, crackheads, child molester, rapists, like literally. Like, I live with these people. It was this dude named Smiley. He always smiled. Like, 
he was, I think he was like 45 at the time. I think I was like 12, 13. And he went to jail when he was 17 and he got out when he was 39. And he beat up this man because the man kind of robbed him low key. He brought us some, a grill from this man and the man burnt off and never gave him his grill but he already gave him the money so when he caught the man he beat the man up but he he lost control and beat the man to death so he spent majority of his life in jail so when he got out of the jail when he got out of jail he came to this halfway house but while he was at this halfway house like if he'd be in the mirror too long he would feel like he see the man like the man was still hunting him like the man was still fucking with him. Like, the fact that he whooped that nigga ass really fucked his brain up. And he sat in that jail cell for so long doing what God knows what. Dealing with God knows what emotions he had for killing this person. At 17 years old, going to jail and not getting out till he was like 39. Like, <clears throat> so he was really fucked up mentally. And I lived with this guy. He was cool. I talked to him every day. This was at 1213. It was a child molester that lived right across from my um, our door. He lived right across from our door. And he used to sit outside his door waiting for us to come outside sometimes, jacking his penis off. Like, sometimes my stepdad used to have to walk outside first to make sure that he wasn't even at the door. Like, our restroom was outside of our room because when you live in a halfway house, you're literally living in a big-ass house that is just a room that got a lock and key. Like, an actual, you know, like, a hotel room type shit. Like, you buying a room. Or you, like, like, I, my restroom was outside of our room. So, so, not only did we share a room, so it was me, my mama, my stepdad, my brother, and my little sister in one big-ass room. Not even big room. Like, a hotel room. Like, y'all staying in a hotel room. Like, but the only thing different with the hotel room is the restroom is outside the room. Like, that's how big, like, literally. And we couldn't take a shower outside by ourselves we have to have somebody outside the door waiting and watching us the whole time we took a shower so somebody wouldn't bust through the door because the house was so old and didn't have actual lock didn't have actual door handles with the i mean doorknobs with the locks on it they had the locks with the little hole and you stick the little pin in like that's the old locks okay not only that, not only that, my stepdad was sexually assaulted us. Like, my stepdad was sexually, <laughs> my stepdad was sexually assaulting, my stepdad was sexually assaulting every teen girl in the neighborhood. Like, literally. Like, I lived in a house full of predators at the age of 12 till I was about 14 years old.
Yeah, so I was 14 years old. I lived in a house full of predators because at one point in time, we upgraded to the big room, the master bedroom. The master bedroom had one bathroom inside the um, inside the little complex, and it was actually shaped like a little apartment. So it had two bedrooms. The restroom was connected, and the restroom connected the bedroom and the two bedrooms but in one of the bedrooms the tub was in there so my stepdad used to wait till everybody was leave i remember i woke up to one day my stepdad in a shower just looking at me playing with himself like i remember like my stepdad telling his sister what he did to me and her response was he like, I don't know why she was upset. I don't know why she upset. I'm trying to show her something. I'm trying to show her something. And she like, well, did you make her come? Did you make her come? And I'm thinking that at like 13, like, did you make her come? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because at first of all, I don't even know what the fuck, fuck come means. But I'm like, why is that even your response? Like, when I told my mama what he was doing, he convinced her that it was my fault and I just hated him and tried telling everybody before I could even say anything that, oh, I hate him and I'm just trying to break them up because I'm jealous of the relationship that he got with my mom. Like, nigga, what? Come to find out he started doing that shit to my little sister? To a point that I walk like, listen, y'all. Listen. 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 I got so much to say. Okay? I got so much to say. And each episode, what I'm about to start doing is about to be a story time of a time. (laughs) A time... A story time to where y'all need to go pay attention to some shit because, baby, a bitch just not getting peace at 26 years old. I'm about to be 27 this year in a couple of months. Like, a bitch just not getting peace. Like, literally, mental mental peace. Like, a bitch just not learning what it feels like to wake up and not be at a chaotic moment. A bitch just realized what it feels like to not wake up and wonder if I'm about to get put out. Not wake up and wonder if I got some food. Wonder if I can eat. Do you know how... (laughs) Y'all. For me, I know this sounds like, what the fuck? But for me, being able to go to McDonald's whenever the fuck I want, like... Literally being able to go to McDonald's whenever the fuck I want. Like I don't I don't question if I'm gonna eat. Like it doesn't even have to be McDonald's. Like I don't question if I'm going to eat. That shit feels amazing to me. And I know that to other people that's like what the fuck? Like what? That's not that's not nothing. But for me, that shit feels like I didn't want a million dollars. Like for for me. That shit feels like I have accomplished so much in life. Because literally where I came from, a bitch really did. 
Like, I just looked at my record. Like, bitch, seven years ago, I was going to jail back to back fucking with a nigga that I thought fucked with me. Like, I went to jail to, for prostitution three times, literally back to motherfucking back to motherfucking back. Like, don't get me wrong. It was on some stupid shit, like, literally. But I literally went to jail for prostitution three times for fucking with a nigga that don't fuck with me. Then, when I got out, I went back to him. It took me jumping out of a motherfucking car to stop fucking with him. You hear me? Jumping. This nigga was going 50 miles per motherfucking hour. And he would not let me out his motherfucking car. Because I said I was ready to go. I was done. I'm fed up. I just had a... What... I just went in the shower the day before, the night before, and was like, I can't do this, screaming at the top of my lung in a hotel room, okay? <clears throat> I lived in a hotel room for three years? Um, child, anyway, so... Three years, yeah. But don't get me wrong, we got Airbnbs. We kept this Airbnb... Um, in the Galleria for a while, but that was only for like two, three months because the nigga was a motherfucking druggie. Like, when I say a druggie, like a motherfucking druggie. The nigga was my stepdad all over again. Let me just be clear. I remember one time I showed my little sister a picture of him and his daughter, and me and my little sister was smoking. And she almost choked because the picture resembled resembled her and her dad. Like her and my stepdad, it was like split image. And when she choked, I had to look at the picture and be like, God damn, you, you right. Like, nah, I can't fuck with it. That's why you niggas, you niggas need to be the best fathers the same. You niggas need to be the best father that you need to be because while y'all be seeing us going through fuck up shit and y'all be saying, oh, I don't understand why that that bitch still going through that shit is because you can see what type of daddy that bitch had. The type of life that girl have as far as with men, that shows you what type of father she has. And I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I do not care what you say. The man she keeps in her life determines what type of father she has. Either she going to be the, the nigga going to be the complete opposite of the man or he going to be the exact, the exact image, like a mirror. And he going to be the exact image until she clicked to be like, okay, this is not healthy. Like, this is not what I want. No. Nah, that's not what I want. That's not what I need. It's not, no. Every relationship I had, even the relationship that I'm just now getting out of, is damn near like my stepdad. The only thing different about this relationship right now that I'm in is not, he's not a sexual. Nah, neither one of these was a sexual abuser, but they are both manipulative. They are both manipulative. And now that I'm sitting back and paying attention, like, the two major relationships that I have, I've had in my life, 
they are resembling to my stepfather. And so you got to be very careful what type of nigga you are to your daughter. Like, because we go, that shit's sad, bro. Like, I ain't even peeped that shit until just now I'm talking to y'all. And that shit really about to make me cry. And I'm really about to, um, I'm not going to cry. I'm a motherfucking tough girl. <laughs> I'm motherfucking real. But no, for real, y'all, like. Nah, for real, though. Like, y'all don't even understand. My stepdad choked my mom out in front of us one time. And didn't give a fuck. Got up and was like, she need, she shouldn't have been playing. And then helped her back. Like, helped her give her, her breath back. Like, he choked her out and then helped her. Like... I don't even know. Like, every time she used to leave, he used to get super mad. Like, super, super mad. Like, like damn near a killer. I used to fear that... I used to fear that he was going to be the death of my mom. And it, it shocked me that that's not how she died. Like, I knew she was going to... I knew she was going to die. Like, I knew it was going to be a shocker to me when she died. But I expected it to be him that killed my mom. Like, that's how bad it got. And I used to, like, y'all don't even understand. I used to, like, try to. That's weird. My stepdad used to do some shit to us that. And now I remember I told y'all he used to do it to every girl in the neighborhood. And I look back at all of the females that he has fucked over mentally physically and emotionally we were all under 18 he was over 30 we were under 18 like i remember he used to have other girls come in other young girls come in and molest me too like i remember one time i woke up to you're a fucked up individual you're a, you 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 just fucked up you need to go to one of them fucking therapy sessions or something a fucking counselor bitch or whatever. One of the young girls face between my legs, giving me head. I remember one time he had one of the girls eating me out and playing with, with me with a dildo and got mad because I told her to stop and I, I was I started screaming. I remember one time I woke up to him throwing $300 at me saying that he wanted to eat me out and asked me could he pay me to eat me out. Like, I remember him telling me one day that we were, I remember what the fuck we were doing, and he was like, you gonna be a nigga bottom bitch. You gonna be a nigga bitch that do everything that I was for the nigga that I prostituted for. He told me that I was going to do that shit. And I, it didn't click to me until after I was doing that shit. Everything. Like. Yeah, I got so much shit to say. This shit is ridiculous. Y'all, like. I don't even know where to start. What I might do is do segments, y'all. Segments. Because this shit's starting to be. I got something. To, I got. I got to help somebody because it's been on my heart to just get it out 
And maybe if I start telling my story, somebody will feel more comfortable coming out about theirs and we can get these perverts off the street. Like, do you know that my stepdad is still is free right now and probably and is still doing the same exact thing? Like he hasn't stopped, like at all. Like, y'all, I didn't get, when I say I didn't get peace until I was 27, I'm sorry, 26, 27, I ain't get peace till I was 26, 27, and that's honestly because I've never been by myself, and that's been a hard thing in my relationship, too, because I've never been by myself, I've never been, I didn't know who I was, I don't know what I like, I don't know what I want, I don't know, because I've been under so so much trauma I never took control and now that I got control I don't want to get that shit back I'm not giving it back because now that I got control I'm stable I've had my apartment in my name and my shit for about what three years now I don't wake up thinking oh what the fuck I'm about to eat where I'm about to sleep what you know what I'm saying I'm comfortable I have a car that I can get back and forth to work. I don't have to get on the metro if I don't want to. If I want to, I can still I still can. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all understand. It feels good to be able to do the small things. Like for me, it feels like a million bucks to be able to survive. And that shit is so crazy because I've never like, well, not I wouldn't even say to survive. I would I would say like to actually meet make ends meet. It feels amazing to make ends meet because for a long time I couldn't. For a long time I could not make ends meet. I could not make ends meet for a long time. Like from twelve to up, I could not make ends meet. Didn't matter where the fuck I was, and I've been at a lot of places. I stayed with my grandma. And my grandma was so mad that I decided to move with my mom when I was 12 that she just gave up. So when I moved back with her, trying to run away from what was going on at my step with my stepdad in my mom's house, she neglected me as a child. Stop feeding me. I was sleeping on the floor. I... I literally was treated like a fucking dog in that house. Like, I slept on the floor for a long time. I could not sleep on the couch. Neither one of them. I could not sleep on the couch. I They used to, like, if they caught me on the couch, to take a picture of me on the couch, and then go tell my grandmother, and then I used to get in so much trouble. I used to get locked out of the house if I was out past 10 o'clock, Okay. And this was up till I was like 23. Till I moved out of my grandma's house. Okay. Okay. Why do you think I decided to go go with this dude? It was it was cooler to go with the dude because at least I had a bed to sleep in. Like people wanted to know why I chose to be with this nigga that all I had to do was fucking all I had to do was fuck a nigga or pretend to fuck a nigga because y'all got to understand just because a female says she prostitute does not mean 
a hundred dicks, a hundred million dicks is going in my vagina every fucking day. Because, bitch, let me tell you something. When you a prostitute or when you out there, you not just selling your body, okay? You are really selling your time a hundred percent. And if you know how to finesse, that's when you your finesse works magic. Because you know how many people fucked, well, thought they fucked me and really fucked, up, fucked my thighs or fucked my butt cheeks or fucked my hand. Yeah, your, your dick ain't going in my vagina. Fuck wrong with you. I'm not about to, I just, I don't know, well, I'm just big, so I had the advantage to do that shit. What? I'm not about to let all these niggas penetrate me, and half the time these niggas be trying to, because you a prostitute, they feel like, oh, you about to boom, boom, boom. Don't even know, they banging my hand up. Stupid ass. <laughs> Stupid ass. They banging my fucking hand up. I got my hand between my pussy lips, and they going between my pussy lips. What? Fuck out of here. Or they in my thighs. All I'm doing is squeezing their dick real hard with a whole bunch of lube on my hand. Man, stop playing for real. Like, I'm not about to have sex with all these people. You not about to, you, what? That's why I suck your dick real good and then go about your business. Especially if I don't want to deal with you. <clears throat> and half the time, I don't even have to suck your dick. All you got to do is make noise. If you jack a nigga dick off real, real good and keep his dick moist, he going to think you sucking his dick anyway. All you got to do is make the noise. I would make the noise on here. Hold on. Let me see. See? I'm not sucking nothing. I don't even got shit in my mouth. All you gotta do is make a noise and jack his dick off. Jack his dick off according to the noise you're making. Oh, that's all right. Because he's not looking at you anyway. He can't fucking focus. His eyes close and his head back. So he's not seeing you doing all that shit. So, boom. He right in my room. Your dumb ass and pay me for a hundred... Hundred hours. <laughs> I'm thinking you about to be in this whole long struggle. You didn't pay me for an all day cruise. <laughs> you didn't pay me for an all day exclusive. As soon as that nut out pop, 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 you out. Nah, for real though. Like y'all don't understand. It be crazy. Well, I'm going to give y'all some more stories next week, okay? 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 It was a pleasure speaking to y'all tonight. Follow me on the Instagram at Lemons for Your Tea and at the Dr. Branch. That's T-H-E-E-D-R-B-R-A-N-C-H. Definitely give us a hit back, and we will definitely follow you back on that page. That is our personal. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Also, I have a big secret for you. We have some exclusives coming. We have some new things. So please stay tuned. This is going to be a weekly thing. Again, I'm trying to make this more often. So we're going to be on YouTube. So we're going to have some visuals with my voice. So you can get to know me. See me up close. I'm about to start showing you the foods that I eat. I'm about to start showing you the places that I go. I'm about to show you my makeup. My new cut. Because I cut my dress off. Uh, I'm about to start showing y'all the real me and I 
hope you guys enjoy it. I love you guys. Bye.